Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Serum Podcast. I am your, not Mr. Right, but your Mr. Right Now host, Clay Bonin. I'm joined by Tanner Mavis. I'm sorry I didn't give you a cool intro. It's all good. You're cooler than me, so... Wow. (laughs) Let us know in the comments below who's cooler, me or Tanner. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, It is another beautiful day in the Soul Serum podcast set. Um, Hopefully, by this point, you have listened to the Babyface interview that we dropped. Thank you again to Babyface for coming on. It's a really great conversation. As always, remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, at Soul Serum. Uh, Join the Discord. Link is in the bio. Subscribe to the main page on YouTube. Subscribe to Soul Serum TV. And guess what? Subscribe or follow us on TikTok. TikTok as well at uh the is it the Soul Serum Podcast? It's just Soul Serum Podcast. Soul Serum Podcast. Yep. Yeah. Same with Instagram too. Follow us at Soul Serum Podcast. Everywhere. Just type in Soul Serum on all platforms. You're gonna find all right. our shit. Right. Well, I'm just happy to be back here. And I'm also happy to talk about a little bit of Soul Serum news. There's yeah. a, a couple of things have happened since since the last episode. Two new videos. Two videos in three days? Was that what it was? Yeah. Two videos in three days? Last Tuesday and last Friday. That is crazy as fuck. Shout out to Superstar Jig. He's from Chicago. A dope up and coming artist that we just dropped a video with last Tuesday. And then Babyface, which is from New Jersey. As Clay said, we did a podcast with them that we just released. And we also released a video on Friday called The Gollum. And they're yeah. both very, very good videos. I think, personally, The Gollum is like my favorite work that John has done yet as mm-hmm. far as direction mm-hmm. and you know as overall plot and storyline yeah. it just like works perfectly yeah. so if you guys have time please go over to our main channel and check those videos out yeah I think the the babyface video and the and the superstar jig video are, are both very good for different reasons like the babyface video I feel like John created this like you know like that like late 80s early 90s like alien versus predator kind of like futuristic vibe yep. matrix vibe obviously i think that fits right under our brand too i think I, so we're like a ret- we're like retro futuristic right like mix right. you know some vials I, and potions numbers yeah, things, i felt like that that, that really fits perfectly on our yeah. channel and i think the jig video is really good just because like it 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 I've said this to to you all, but like it creates, it's almost like, like a, that video is not a, like of our reality yeah. as dramatic as that might sound. But like, like for like the two and a half minutes or whatever it is of watching it, like you, nothing is like real life in that video. Yeah. Um, including that sexy ass succubus that yeah. was in there. Loki feels like you're in hell with all the red. Yeah, you know? seriously. <laughs> did, did you animate the succubus? Oh, damn. I thought most did the did the ah damn nah. fuck you mo Mo's, no, or no, John's in, on his cinema 4D is that what it's called cinema 4D yeah. I'm really proud yeah. of you for knowing that program <laughs> hey I'll be hearing these terms from Mo and John uh, back and forth like I'm not yeah. the I'm not the tech like editor guy but 
you know, I've, I can I can drop a few names here and there. The, the fact that you just name dropped Cinema 4D is honestly like w- way more impressive than <laughs> than you know. Um, and then uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but we do have another upcoming video. Yeah, right. We got a video drop in in a couple of weeks with uh, Jack Kays again. Right. Uh, it's going to be another single off of his upcoming project that's going to be releasing in like either December or like top of January, but we went to DC as some of you all know to shoot this one. And it was a very fun and special week, not only for myself, but for the whole team. It was a lot of fun, put a lot of energy and effort into this and can't wait for y'all to see it. Did you all shoot just one video? Did you all shoot two? We shot two. Yeah. And then we're dropping another one after the project drops. And I, I I might be stepping on toes here, but do we do we have a general idea of when the project's supposed to drop, or is that a yeah? It, it, I just talked to his manager today. It's going to be like December or like top of the year. Okay, okay, tight. But they're going to get this single out and this video out and let it let it ride for a little bit and yeah. get all of their you know. When it comes to dropping like a project, especially for Jack, it's his first like really big uh, piece of work to his big audience. Um, it's a lot of moving parts when it comes to putting it all together and then the rollout that come after it, they have a lot of stuff. It takes a lot of time. Yeah, it takes a lot of time. And a lot of people on his team to be on the same page, so. Right, right. That is incredibly exciting, though. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for that. Well, we're going to jump right into some segments here. Um, It would be absolutely disrespectful. I would not respect me or Tanner or our credibility if we did not do a couple minutes on the absolutely thundering album that was released Savage Mode 2 I mean god damn it they fucking did it again they did 21 Savage and Metro Boomin just uh, the one quote by Morgan Freeman where he's like I think it's the first or second song where he's like can you really do something twice yeah so are you doing like whatever can you he do says anything can you really do anything more than once <laughs> yes yes <laughs> oh my god dude you got a good morgan freeman <laughs> impression um i i think that is like a really cool way to kind of look at the album it's because it's named savage mode too um it's obviously metro boomin and 21 savage again but it really is a different album than the first one it is uh, it has a way more like cinematic feel to it like it really feels like you're listening to like a movie yeah on audio i i said this um as soon as it dropped and i i feel this way about a lot of um what metro boomin has done but the, the way that atmosphere was created on that album with this like similar like these similar beats i mean it, it the the narration throughout like you turn the album on and it feels like you're in like a dark tunnel yeah. or something like that I, and you hear 21 Savage feels, laughing in the background you know yeah. like <laughs> i feel like it's like it, it's just like the cover art like it, you're you're going through like this haunted mansion that 21 yeah. savage has you in and like at the very end like you just see like 21 savage with a knife and like every hallway you go through morgan freeman's like just narrating your way through and and i think metro boomin is is really good at that like on not all heroes wear capes mm-hmm. as well i i i played the f- shit out of that yes. project and again atmosphere metro boomin created this this orb this this aura around the album so masterfully and so perfectly like that it's it's 
it's hard not to play every single day because yeah. it's that good. That good. And 21 Savage, like, he takes trap music to, like, a whole different level in place that I, th- I don't think, like, another rapper can, like, emulate and, like, I'll put it this redo, way. you know? It's so unique. I think Savage Mode 2 is a really good example of how you can do a sophisticated version of trap music. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, obviously he's still talking about, you know, uh, hitting, hitting their ass with the broom and hitting their ass with the mop per se, but it feels like, as you said, cinematic, this huge production, it, it, it really transports you to a different place. I think Metro Boomin does that really well. And the other album that always comes to mind when I think about this kind of like elevated version of trap music is rodeo as well yeah that's why in 2015 my fucking brain exploded when i heard rodeo because i was like how like this is like almost like trap music that i could like show my parents in like a in like an odd way it'd be like listen to how beautiful and how elegant like this sound is there's definitely cuts on rodeo that you could show to your parents like Apple pie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's the like exact pray one. for love with the weekend. Yeah. Like just like really good. Feel good. Like if almost like spiritual songs, right? You know? Right. <laughs> spiritual is another really good way. I, I would say to describe kind of that sound that Metro Boom yeah. makes it really feel like the memes of like, <laughs> like, is it, is it Tom from Tom and Jerry where like he's at the bottom of the escalator and his soul oh, comes yeah. out and he goes up the escalator? That's how I feel. That gif is used so much. Whenever, whenever 21 Savage comes in with that, ah, 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 <laughs> I just like feel my soul being lifted out of my yeah. body. I just love how 21, like he instills so much confidence in you, bro. Like yeah. I'd be lifting weights in the morning. I'm just like lifting to 21 Savage, just like <laughs> get my workout in. I'm just like, Bro, I feel like I'm, I feel like I can lift ten times more than than I, what I really do, but, and I, I, the last thing I want to say about the album before we move on to other stuff that we've been listening to is, the first like tracks like one through nine is absolutely flawless. I mean, you can I think that you can listen to that album front and back, front and back, front and back, but the first nine tracks like are just gems like I can't even really use a word to describe how well they just flow into one another, one another and nothing feels out of place. Nothing feels silly. It's all a very like specific, um, narrow kind of driven album. And it's it's, a very versatile album too. Like it's not all just like your typical, like 21 Savage, like mm -hmm. trap, bangers that you got like Mr. Right Now with yep. Drake. It's like a, somewhat of like 21 Savage's version of a love song. And then it's the song with Young Thug is pretty fire too. And then you yeah. get down to like, um, what's the one song that feels like a, like an old school, like nineties West coast Ste- beat. Stepping on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That yeah. song is hard. It feels like, a, um, like an easy E like yeah. NWA type of like song it's and, so, and it fits so good. And like, it's a, it's, it? a, it's a great modern take on that sound. Seriously. Yeah. Um, anything else on the album or you want to, I got, I got some other stuff I want to talk. We can about talk about 21 all day. We got to move on. True. Hey, Metro Boomin, 21 Savage and 
God, Morgan Freeman. Shout out <laughs> to you guys. That that is definitely in my top three albums of the year. Absolutely. There's there's no if it's not in your top albums of the year, then yeah. like I don't really want to hear what your opinion is. <laughs> <laughs> Low key. The other thing that I've really really been into this past week is this entire like Flint. Detroit, Michigan rap scene. Like it's really been bubbling in these past couple months. Um, honestly, kind of since the beginning of the year, but, um, fucking TikTok is just really, really like skyrocketing. Some of these songs, like I said on, on one of the other podcasts, obviously a whole lot of choppers by Sada baby, but Y N J J's coochie, man. It's just <laughs> like, I can't, I, that's can't. the first time I heard that when you were playing it before the really? Yeah. Oh man. That shit. That's one of those songs where like, okay, first time you listen to it, you're like, ah, it is funny. Second time you go back because you're like, wait, did he really say that? And then the third time you go back because you're like, oh, this shit bangs. That's the whole range of emotions that I had um, with that song. Um, should we give it a listen? Should we give yep. it a listen? Let's let's run it real quick. <laughs> I don't want to see no one perform. Which stage goes? Ooh, I hit her from the back. I beat her doonies down. She said I fuck her good. I make her coochie smile. I'm a pinner on the wall. Yeah, movie style. I'm out here looking for the cat. Uh, the thing about scout. like the whole the Detroit, Flint, scout. Michigan rap scene is that they're just having so much fun, yeah. and it's very evident. Like like Sada Baby, YNJ and Louis Ray, BFB Pac Man, uh, like all of those guys. All their videos, their Instagrams, everything, they are just having, like, the time of their lives. It's as authentic as it gets, man. Really? Really? (laughs) And, like, it seems like a lot of these guys kind of hold this opinion, like, especially these dudes who are from Flint. They're like, yeah, we're in a place that's been disenfranchised that nobody's ever given a fuck about, so we're going to do our own thing because nobody's cared about us anyway. And it's really working for them, too. Like, all all of that stuff has has really been heavy on rotation for me recently. Just the Detroit sound in general has, like, traveled outside of Detroit. Like, I know a bunch of Cincinnati rappers that hop on, like, Detroit-type beats and, like, kind of, like, ride that that wave which is like really cool like they like you said they really have their own thing going on yeah i always find that interesting when a region can really like hone into their own like personal Mm -hmm. sound you know like when atlanta was first like really popping off in the early 2010s like you would just know you would just hear a song and be like yeah the dude's from atlanta like and it's it's in detroit michigan is, is really doing that right now yep um, anything that you've been listening to this week or you want to, uh, um, you want to get into the, the nitty gritty of the discord? Obviously Savage Mode 2, we talked about that. I've been listening to this one kid from Columbus. His name's, uh, SB Rich Nooney. Mm-hmm. Um, dropped one of the best projects I've heard come out of like Ohio, really? sla- like the Midwest area. Yes. It's very fucking good. You would Let's, like it actually. Let me, but uh, what song should we listen to? Um, play... Still riding deep, or yeah, just put that. We're gonna rock with still riding deep. All right, fast forward time. Now my dog got my brothers with me. Tell them fuck with the plan, and we still riding deep. Give a fuck what you saying, and we still riding deep. Give a fuck what you saying, and we still riding deep. Well, that was fire as fuck. Yeah. Why SB Rich Nooney yep. from Columbus. Yeah. Damn. Hey, SB Rich Nooney, come on the show, bro. You got. I mean, I only listened to one song so far. But yeah. That shit well, was. I, I was actually on the Facetime with him this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. 
rubs hands I like Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I guess I should have said that in the news. We're gonna be shooting a video with him soon. Oh shit! Yeah, you definitely should have said that in the yeah. news. That's the whole point of the segment. Yeah. Oh well, that's dope. Well, yeah, man, I I really really enjoyed that. Yeah, that whole project is good, bro, from top to bottom. It's I, like as you said, Pierre Bourne esque production, but. For me, it, it feels very fresh, though. Yeah. Like it's not. It's not like because there's some people who kind of like overdo that or like ride yeah. that too much. But this felt very natural. Yes. This felt kind of genuine. I think. Yes, I think. I don't know. He has his like this project just proves like he's he has his own lane. And mm-hmm. like I told you before on the earlier podcast, I'm obsessed with like very unique voices. Like his mm-hmm. voice and his cadence is so like infectious and he can actually sing like on other parts of this, you, you like, he really gets vulnerable and he can like hit these, uh, high notes and melodies that are like really, really good. That's dope. Well, yeah. I'm definitely going to give this whole project a, a listen and I suggest you all do too. Uh, anybody who's out there listening at home, that is yep. shout out to you. SB rich Nooney. Yeah. Shout out SB rich Nooney. All right, let's get let's get to uh, the nitty gritty here. Let's do my personal favorite segment. Let's do some Discord questions. <laughs> First one we got is coming from B Gray. Wait, you know the you know what's the suit's yeah, name? Brandon Gray. Brandon Gray. He's actually the um, graphic designer for North Carolina's basketball. Oh basketball yeah, team. you've shown me some of his work. Yeah, yeah. he went yeah, to, yeah. he went to high school with me. Good guy. Yeah, Jermaine. Hard worker. Cole. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine. <laughs> Um, he asks what do you think carries more weight in a song the lyrics being said or the beat I would say generally speaking in like a if I had to give like a blanket statement I would say the lyrics obviously carry more weight because people listen to songs for what people are saying a lot of the times I think, but if you're saying something dope over a shitty beat, yeah, then it doesn't matter. See, here's okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> you can say something dumb over a dope beat, but you can't say something dope over a shitty beat. Like it doesn't work like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I would say, I think technically the beat carries more weight, which is, is not what I thought I was going to answer this with when I, when I yeah. read the question. I earlier. mean, I knew my answer. It's the beat for me. It's the beat. Cause purely because like, I don't know when I go back and like listen to songs four or five years ago, you know, so out of like the modern era. Yeah. I hear just the, the beginning, just the beat. And it's just like, it does this like triggering mm. nostalgic like flashback. Like you hear the beat, you don't even have to hear like like the lyrics or anything. Yet uh. you hear that beat, it takes you back to that point in time, takes you to memories, friends, you know, events that were going on in your life at that time. And I I don't think I don't think the lyrics can necessarily do that. There's something about like the frequency of uh, instrumental, all the 
you know, the sounds, the sense that come onto I like, a beat. I like that you're taking a psychological, yeah, like, I think, like, look at this. I feel like that's my take on it. Like, no, no, I, I, I completely agree with you. I, I think not the saying beat, the lyrics aren't important, but of course. for the, for this question, what carries more weight? Like you have to ask yourself, yeah. okay, what is weight to you? Like, what does that really mean? Yeah. Um, I guess what he's saying is like, what's more important. Mm-hmm. I, I but think, for me, I like, like, Music is my is the best version of time travel for myself. Yeah, and I like I like the nostalgic like music can take you back. If a song has a good groove, the rest of it doesn't really matter. Yeah, like as long as like the drum and bass like makes you nod your head, you can say yeah. whatever you want. Bro, some when that that man what what did old boy say on that song? Uh, like the flick of the wrist song. He said. I just, he said something like, I just woke up feeling like I'm on the moon or something like that. I just woke up, feel like I need a hundred goons. <laughs> that does not mean a fucking thing to me, but I yell it every time I hear that song because that beat is fucking hard. Yeah. Like, like I, I, okay, you got me. You've, you've convinced me. The and there's some beats, really what matters. And there's some beats that are just like so good. Like, even if there is like dope lyrics over it, like I could just listen to the instrumental. Yeah. Like, I don't know. True, true. So shout out. I think uh, I think about like the EXO tour life, the little Uzi beat, it, like that. Ding, that just feels. Like, <laughs> you hear those little the little chords at the beginning. It just feels like a dream, dude. Like I don't know. Yeah. I feel like the best beats make you feel like some euphoric dream like state. Yes, totally agree. You know, totally agree. <laughs> shout out to all our producers out there. Keep making dope shit. Yeah, for real. And to everybody rapping, quit rapping because lyrics don't matter. <laughs> just kidding don't do that I hope I hope there's not like an up and coming rapper who's like oh I'm gonna watch this for inspiration and then I'm like fuck you <laughs> ah, suck it um, okay second question um, another question from our boy YMB um, he asked this he asked this like earlier on in the discord but we didn't answer it and I wanted to come back to it he asked who is our MVP our rookie and our underdog of the year we are only, I mean, we're over, we're like three fourths of the way through 2020. So it, it, these answers might change, but I feel like these are probably going to be pretty true for the rest of the year still. Um, I'll go first. My MVP has got to be Lil Baby. I just, okay. I, it, it, you know, like. I, I think you can make arguments for other people uh, and I think that's completely valid, but. But he, I mean, I know that like 2019 was really when he started to break out, but 2020, he just like has skyrocketed with, yeah. uh, with my turn. And then the deluxe version of the, of the album, I think he has become like a household name. He also dropped bigger picture, picture, dr- bleh, bigger picture, which I think out of like any rapper who has dropped a quote unquote protest song or a song commenting on like social injustice. I think little babies is better than everybody's by miles by miles and miles. His is like, I think genuine. Um, and just like name a bad little baby feature. You're right. You know, I can't think of one for, for but tr- I can't say that I'm like actively seeking out. Like when I see, <laughs> when I see, when I see featuring little baby, I'm just like, I like when I see it on the track list, I'm like, Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Uh-huh. One. I'm, I love, I fuck with little baby. I love little baby. And for what he brings to the table as, and like, as far as the Atlanta scene, bro, like somehow all these guys carve their niche 
but yeah. they're in the same like bubble and sound. Yeah, it's weird how these guys it. can really like carve their own sub genre of like the Atlanta sound. Yeah. But that's, I don't actively like listen to Lil baby like all the time. I got to give Lil baby the MVP just like out of just respect. Yeah. And if it, if no, my, my honor, respect, my honorable mention is gonna cause one, was a insane project that yeah. like rocked the, Facts. the scene. Uh, my rookie, of the year. We kind of went back and forth on this before we started recording, but for me, it's Don Tolliver. Cause I, and the reason why I'm saying he's rook, a rookie is cause like, so he dropped heaven or hell, which is his second project. Um, and I think that's like the one that kind of like put him on a shelf, like, Hey, and, and the Jack boys project for that matter too. Yep. But like, it's kind of like, Hey, I'm here. Hey, look at me. And, um, and like the entire project was fire. The chop not slop version was fire. I was literally gonna say he dropped the chop not the slop. Chop version. not slop. That honestly probably gets more plays from me than the regular version. It's such a vibe of the album. Um, and then, as you said, I'm gonna steal your reason too. Um, he has one of the hottest hooks right now on yeah. Lemonade, and it's so catchy. I can't skip that song when it comes on. No. Just just for the hook, like yeah, I could like. I could do without the Nav and Gunna feature. To, mm-hmm. I mean, it, they they do good for what they bring to the table. Right. It's not Gunna's best verse, mm-hmm. but the hook is just so good. Yeah. Off the joke. <laughs> got me tripping. Like, it's just so good. And that's that's like a good, like, like it, when you're in your car, you can really let loose on that yep. hook. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> that beat is crazy. Like, yes. internet money, bro. Like, yeah. Shout out internet money. I low-key, for my underdog of the year, kind of wanted to put internet money, but I was like, ah, I can't. I don't, I don't have enough evidence to support that. My underdog of the year is Sada Baby. There you go. Cause of whole lot of choppers. Cause of <laughs> we're I gonna mean, be talking about that for like the next like I'm fifty saying, episodes, bro. And slide is fire too. He's got all those songs with Lil Yachty, like the SB Five, SB Four, all that stuff that has come out this year. And I think he's like bubbling and bubbling. And I think he is given a strong presence on the scene without being like this like quote unquote mainstream yeah, star. I agree. That's that that's my underdog. Shout out Michigan. Uh, Should I go through mine? Yeah, yeah. Give it give it to me. All right, my MVP right now, because I'm just on a 21 Savage high. It's 21 Savage for me. Cause like I feel like yeah. like there. There's been a lot of good music to come out this year, but I feel like just 21 is just what I like. And it reminds me of Savage Mode 1 2016, yeah. which was a great he moment just, in time. And he just like leveled up that same feel. And it's just like, it brought me a lot of happiness and mm-hmm. I'm just going to replay the shit out of it for probably, it's going to be the album that I'm going to play the shit out of the most. So totally fair. I got to give it to 21. I think that's, that's fair too, because I think, on December 31st when we're like, what was the album of the year? It's probably going to be Savage yeah. Mode 2. And, I, and I'm not mad at that. I'm okay with that. It can be Savage Mode 2. You know? So that's a, that's a good MVP. Yeah. That's a good MVP. For Rookie of the Year, I was going to say Don Tolliver since you, you did can, it, but I got, some, say it. Nah, I got somebody else. I'm going to give it to, to your guy, our guy, Jack Harlow. Ooh, uh, good he call. Dropped, he good dropped. Call. He's from Kentucky. We be on like Clay went to school with him. Mm-hmm. We've known. We've seen his come up out of Kentucky. Yeah, quickly becoming the biggest artist to come out of Kentucky. Shout out Private Garden. Too. Yeah, the shout whole out, collective. Shout as out well. to Private Garden. Shout out to Jack. 
Um, That's you know fair. what's popping is the track of the year. Yeah, yeah. And it came from Louisville, Kentucky. Right. You know, oh, God. and he drops up, baby. Yeah, and he dropped Sweet Action Project to go with it. Yeah. Love that project. Sweet little seven song project that gives, I, gives the mainstream a taste of what's to come. I think we're allowed to call him a rookie, even though he has four or five projects out. Because yeah. what's popping really it was, was number his, two. Yeah, yeah, number two was, song. It was his introduction to the world, and now people know who he is. Yep. Um. And yeah, from five hundred two, baby Atherton, fucking legend. Yep. At the, shout out if you're from Atherton High School and you're listening to this, I fuck with you. Thank you for that. <laughs> and then I would say my underdog of the year is Baby Keem. Ooh, Baby Keem got on the Good XXL, call. and I think he was I think he was the true XXL freshman on that list. That's a good and fucking call. I love his music videos, bro. Have you ever watched? If you watched, did you watch the hooligan video? Yeah, that's, that video that's the one that just came is, out. Yeah, right. That yeah. video is so sick. Mm-hmm. And he like his last uh, project was just like so fire. And I'm really excited now, so to what he brings to the table. The first project came out in 2019. Yeah, right. It okay. was, and he just hasn't really dropped anything. Um, whatever I forget what it's called, but it's him. It's like somebody beating somebody up in the black and white picture. Yeah, um, that's a that's an excellent call. Oh, die for my bitch. Yes, yeah, yeah that's yeah. just so far like France freestyle mosh pit. Um, orange orange soda was orange his soda. big hit, bro. My Spotify algorithm. They, I don't know what Baby Keem's team is paying Spotify to play Orange Soda every <laughs> time I shuffle like a radio or something, but like, I swear it's always the third song. I just hear, and it comes in so tough. Like, they sit, I'm like, I'm like oh, fuck, oh, yeah. God. It, it, it gets me every time. Um, I, I, that's a, damn, dude, that's a good underdog. Yeah. Take I right think there. he. He brings the best of both worlds. We were just talking about the beat and the lyrics. Like he's very good. Like lyrically, he hits these flows and pockets that are very refreshing that, you know, it feels new, but it also feels like, you know, it's, it has like an old soul type of feel to it. Mm -hmm. And he is Kendrick's cousin. I think, I, I think he, it's, I have not watched any interviews i've not read anything about him or anything but it seems the way that he raps and the way that he makes his music it seems to me like he has a knowledge of like those before him yes like he probably like has a lot of knowledge on prior hip-hop and i think that that is why he made such a solid project and solid tracks yep um, I, th- I think he's going to be like a generational artist. Like, yeah. give him like one or two more years, he'll be one of the, the biggest guys out. Yeah. So, shout out, Baby Keem. Shout out, Baby Keem. Last question in the Discord, and possibly the most important of the ones that we're going to answer today. Craig Stevens asks Between Tanner and Barty, which. By the way, thank you for calling me that. I've never, <laughs> I've never had a good nickname, really. The only nickname I've ever had is Clay Bear, which is why that's my Instagram name. And I haven't changed it because people have called me that, so I'm just like scared to now. But thank you for calling me Barty. I'm going to try and get that started. Uh, between Tanner and Barty, who would win in a no-rules Hell in a Cell match? All right, now... We can find out right now. Now we... <laughs> Does anybody have a 25 foot steel cage they could let us borrow? Um, no, I, I, okay. I'm going to make my case, the case for myself real quick. Go ahead. 
I watched a lot of WWE. As oh, a kid. here we go. My my first YouTube account, <laughs> the first creative endeavor I ever had, would dealt with uh, WWE like stop motion action figures. I got history. I know all the moves. I know how to uh, really get the crowd going. You know, and I'm in this hypothetical situation. We're like on a WWE special. Yeah. Okay. Here. We're in front of the crowd entrance and everything. Um, and I just I've seen enough of the Hell in a Cell matches that I think I, I think. I know what I'm what my game plan is gonna be, what my strategy is. So I'm I'm gonna say myself. I take you as a scrappy guy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're 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 gonna like you're gonna do like the fucking karate kid thing, like the go sweep the leg. I'm, like oh I'm yeah, I'm sweeping the leg for knee. sure. And I'm, I was gonna say that's the only thing I really got going for me is I'm I I've watched Karate Kid like a million times. <laughs> like I've watched the Rocky movies a million times. Like I'm gonna put on Eye of the Tiger while I'm about to fight you and we're about to duke this shit out. Is that your entrance song? Yeah. Eye of the Tiger? That's badass. <laughs> I will say the only drink the, drink raw raw right. eggs out of a cup right before the game. <laughs> Yo, okay. Side note: In Rocky, the first time I watched it, when he do, when he like cracks the eggs open and drinks it, that motherfucker cracks like nine eggs. He just keeps Gulps going it. and go. After the third one, I was like, "There's no fucking Bro, way." When I was trying to gain going, weight right, for basketball right. back in high school, I used to do that because I didn't really, I didn't like eggs. I was a <laughs> such, I was such a picky oh. eater when I was younger. I still am, but uh, like God, ju- just to get my protein, chills. just to get my protein in me, I would just drink like three or four raw oh, eggs in the morning. Oh God, Ugh. it's not that bad dude i just can't imagine what a what a whole yolk feels like going you don't down even, don't even taste like throat. anything it's just like <sighs> you just get it done uh, okay based off of the crazy factor of somebody drinking raw eggs i might give you the edge <laughs> in this fight <laughs> and you're you're bigger than me you're wider than me you might have the size hey, but we're, we're both redheads we yeah. got we got we got the redhead spirit inside of us you know so it might be a draw it's <laughs> a lot damn yeah actually craig stevens thanks for trying to pit us against each other us redheads have to stick together <laughs> and all of our sunscreen you know um that's all we got for discord questions i like i like that question though when when we ask you all to ask questions in the discord like you can put shit like this, literally like anything. hell in a cell uh match questions that was that was really fun um and now our final segment and what seems to be tiktok's favorite segment yeah um hot takes baby hot takes Tanner seemed to be struggling with his earlier, but I, I think he's got it yeah, now. I got one. Um, do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. All me. right. My hot take is if X was still alive, he would be as big as Drake in the weekend. <sighs> he already is low key, like up there in those realms. I think, I think he was one good, really good single, really good project away mm. from being, you know, the weekend Drake Travis Scott type of like popularity, even though like the controversy and antics and stuff that comes with him. I honestly, I think that like fueled his popularity yes, and like definitely. made him more of a well-known name. Definitely. But God, bro, he was so good. And I, I, he hit, we've talked about X on the podcast before, like X, the range of that man's mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. It can hit a lot of different crowds, and he really had the youth like wrapped around his finger, and he had a lot yeah. of power. And I think, I really think, if he was still alive, he would be 
one of the biggest streaming artists in the world. I checked his Spotify. He's 77th in the world right now. He's been past. Damn, really? Yeah, 77th. He's been. Oh, a, my God. But I'm sure that was higher when he died. But like. No, I mean, granted, granted, still in the world, yeah, 77, 77 is really high. Yeah. Like that. It, I I would not have guessed he was in the top Bro, 100. He's even. huge. Wow. But, you know, I actually don't. I don't really. I can't argue against that. My My only argument would be do you think he is a little too quote unquote edgy like like we're not talking about um controversy outside of music anything like that i just mean like his music don't you think it's a little it was edgy edgy? but like if you listen to the question mark album and then like 17 i think he was going to a he was getting out of like the raw underground edginess and getting to this place to where it would it could be accessible to everyone and then just the message and the transformation that he went through through like each album he was becoming this really positive public figure mm-hmm. not only with the music but like if you watch his stories his videos it was just like he's just preaching positivity good energy just like you know just being yourself and i think he was more than people love the like comparing like especially kids of our generation they love comparing x to tupac but like <laughs> god i hate like that as far so as as far as like a um you know, more than being more than the music, you know, being this public right. figure that, that wants to Some, being a voice of a generation, essentially bingo, but Tupac and X are not even in like <sighs> the same realm. I you can't fucking compare them when people make that comparison. Yeah. And it's not because of like my, not that I dislike X, but I don't really feel like too hot. I'm pretty indifferent about X for That's many, fine. for many reasons, but I hate when people make the Tupac comparison because it's like, it's just not right. I don't think. I get it. I get it. Like, but as far as a voice of a generation, I think he was that. Yeah. And to say I, completely, completely yeah, agree. But that. I get, I get it with the Tupac. Yeah. Thing. Damn, that's a good take. That was a good hot take. Yeah, TikTok's gonna like that one. Mine's a <laughs> <laughs> this dude's hot take is fucking killing mine on views right now on TikTok. <laughs> I'm pissed. My hot take is that I think Drake's new album, Certified Lover Boy, is going to be his best project Ooh. ever. I think. Uh, it's going to be better than nothing was the same. It's going to be better than take care. It's going to be better than if you're reading this, it's too late. Um, it definitely better than Scorpion. Definitely better than views. I will, you could maybe, I don't know, not even the earlier stuff either. I think certified lover boy is going to be his best album because Drake is, is at this like higher point in his life. He seems so happy. Everything that he's doing is hitting like better than it could be. Um, he is other than like post Malone and Beyonce, maybe he's like the highest of high as far as artists go. And it's almost like when basketball players get in a groove, like when, uh, like earlier before the NBA shutdown, like Jason Tatum was having an incredible month of February. He was averaging like 30 points and this and that, da, da, da. He just got in a groove. And I think Drake is on a groove right now. And whatever, cause like, I think um, he's been a groove for like 13 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> real like, shit, real shit though. I mean, dark lane demos tapes, uh, honestly has a couple of like, some of my personal favorite Drake songs, which is like really crazy to even say out loud to me, but it does. Uh, Laugh now, cry later, hit, hit, 
like to the truest sense of the word hit hit. Um, I just think he is, he is just at, he's just on a plane above everybody else. And I think that the next album is going to be amazing. I'm not going to disagree with you. I hope you're right. And I hope certified right lover boy just sounds like so dope. Just the ultimate Drake album. <laughs> the last time I was really looking forward to the, to a Drake album, I guess was Scorpion. And I was a little disappointed. It's not a bad album. I don't, I don't, I think people are a lot lower on Scorpion than they should be. Um, but it, for me personally, it did not meet up to the yeah. expectations that I had. And I'm hoping that this album can, can it was do just that. too many songs for me. I feel like I didn't even like go all the way through it. I listened to like basically like all the hits and then like a little bit of extra, but that like, was, wasn't during, it like, how many songs was it? Like? It was like 23. It's like, uh, a, it's like not a, too long. It's like a two set. <laughs> Dude, that is it is, long? I think so. I yeah. that is like part of that from like 2016 to somewhere in 2019 where people were trying to like fuck with the streaming algorithms and put like 20 something songs yeah. on their albums. Like I hate that. I yeah. think an album should never be more than 15 songs. Really, never more than 12 songs. But I don't. Yeah. I don't. 15 at the very most. I'm kind of a hip, I'm kind of a hypocrite right now because Eternal Take was like 32 songs, and I went <laughs> I went through that like every single song. I still go back to that and listen to pretty much all. Of yeah, that. the deluxe version is dope though. I think it was better than the original, but personal take though there personal. you go another hot take another for hot take another hot take <laughs> um is there anything else that you want to talk about today any anything else on your mind shit man not for real oh, wait 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 shout out jimmy butler oh shit i yeah. know that they lost but you i mean if you didn't see that game five performance and and take away a sense of of like i can really do anything literally jimmy butler is proving it to me he really came out here and was like fuck lebron james fuck laker nation i'm coming out i'm busting y'all y'all think we're going home and we're not i mean uh god amazing yeah amazing jimmy, how could you hate it jimmy butler was definitely my inspiration over these last like few weeks i mean even the whole playoffs like it was a really cool run to see by the heat yeah seriously. nothing against the lakers lebron is awesome yeah he's yeah. in he's up there he's he's top two we're not gonna go into that conversation that's fair that's but fair that's fair jimmy butler he was an essentially an outcast in the league the media really gave him shit and ran with this narrative saying he was a cancer in the locker room mm. wasn't a good teammate wasn't a good leader this and that gets a great situation in Miami gets a lot of young guys to buy into you know the mentality and the culture that not only Jimmy Butler wants but like Pat Riley and Eric Spolscher yeah. and the heat kind of bring and yep. it was a perfect storm and I love rooting for an underdog yeah and I feel you Jimmy Butler yeah but he's gonna get his one day I really think I Jimmy so. Butler's young True. He, he's going to get his ring one day. I hope so. Shout out Jimmy Butler for a harrowing game five performance. Shout out LeBron for uh, making Jordan lovers mad with this fourth championship. <laughs> and on that note, I want to remind everybody to follow us on Instagram. Yep. Follow us on Twitter. Yep. Follow us on TikTok. Yep. Um, follow the podcast on TikTok. Follow the podcast on Instagram. Follow us on, or subscribe to us on YouTube. The main page and the Soul Serum TV page. John just put out some crazy fucking videos. Go watch those. Um, be on the lookout for new podcasts every Monday. 
Thank you, everybody who's listening, supporting, sharing, and shout out to whoever our one lone stream from Canada is. I don't know who you are, but I was checking the stats and it's like streams, country, Canada, one. Let's go. Like, yeah, shout out to our Canadian friends. Um, with that being said, my name is Clay Bonin. I am Tanner Mavis. Thank you guys very much for watching. We'll see you next week. Appreciate y'all. Bye, y'all.